Hi, I'm Greg Gavazia. And I'm Luke Phillips. And this is the Semi Crazy Podcast. The podcast by truckers, for truckers. <laughs> That's the way to start. That's why we don't put this on video. <laughs> ah, podcast bloopers. Great. Yeah. So, semi-crazy episode. I don't even know what episode it is now. 13, I, I think. I haven't even been counting from the beginning, so I do not know. Yeah. So, we decided to have a podcast where we drink. Yeah. Unplugged. Yeah. Well, sorts. somewhat, yeah. That should maybe get rid of technical difficulties being unplugged. It would. It may pose other issues, though. That's true. Like, like you're going to have to be louder because I'm looking at the screen and I'm really fucking loud. Oh, okay. All right, I'll step it up. Yeah, I yep. know you can. I can do it. I always feel like I'm yelling. Is the one time where you're actually allowed to. Oh, okay. Outside voice, then. Yeah, use your outside voice. Use your big boy voice. Don't need to use it. You know, shit's going sideways. Yes, yes. Okay, we could try that. Yeah, so we can do a normal how was your week thing if you want, or if you want to avoid that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about my week. <laughs> I did not go to work this week. There you go. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah. Uh, my week was, well, it was, actually it was two weeks, which, yeah, we would have been podcasting last week. But the weekend didn't quite work out. I was in Toronto. And I tried to find people on Insta to come meet me for a podcast. No one showed up. How rude. Yeah. But Leave leave a guy hanging like that. Yeah. I think our one or two Ontario fans just were in the wrong place. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go. Or you were in the wrong place. I like to blame it on them. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah, I think that's much, much more my speed anyways. So, yeah, anyways, uh, I went down there, I turned around and came back. Ontario is a very long province to drive across. Uh, I'm having a little bit of a ride issue with my truck, which also made it not as pleasant. And cell phone service is suspect across the country, which I would like addressed before they put 5G in any other fucking town. Maybe we could have... Right? Yeah. Maybe, just maybe, all the way across the Trans-Canada, at least. Yeah, not like, oh, there's saplings growing on the side of the road, I'm going to lose service. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, kind of what I was thinking, too. It might be my phone, but I'm not totally sure. Uh, I've been losing service, like, in the middle of town lately. I think that just might be an an issue, because I've been dropping calls when I've had, like, five bars of service as well. Yeah. And so I'm not sure if that's... And who are you with? What Tell us. Yeah, I'm with Bell, which, I mean, they use the same same towers. So it could be... Junk? Yeah. It's just junk. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't... I'm a trucking side of things. I don't have much else to say. I had a... I, like, I mean, I had a lucrative lucrative week. I mean, it was... Uh, it worked out really well. I went to Fort Mac, and then I... Uh, booked it down to Regina, then I loaded out of Regina, loaded for Ontario, or my two weeks, kind of, then ripped out there, 
Uh, got unloaded, reloaded on uh, this past Monday and was back in Calgary by Thursday and Edmonton yesterday. So really nothing to complain about. I do believe since the last podcast, uh, you had a tire problem. Oh, uh, yes. So that was uh, within that. And I don't know how I could have forgot that. So I had a, well, a catastrophic, um, catastrophic for the tire. Let's just say that. It didn't end up being catastrophic for my truck, thankfully. Um, it was a total blowout on the passenger side steer. Uh, only the second one I've ever had in like two million-ish miles. Yeah, and it's probably one of the newest ones that you've ran. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, only had 125,000 clicks on it. Uh, the tread completely separated. I felt it. I was on the phone, and at the time that it, I, I felt the, the wheel squirm. And when the wheel squirmed, I said into the phone, I think I just blew a steer tire, which was followed by, and this won't be edited out because we're not editing this, fuck, 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 as I went <laughs> towards the ditch. And... Uh, but I was able to keep it steered upright. I hit the gravel shoulder. Uh, gravel went flying. I thought there's probably going to be no fender, uh, among other things, on the passenger side. So actually, hats off to Western Star for building a fairly strong inner fender and such because there's just a couple of scratches on the inner fender. I lost a ride height valve on that side, which I was able to fix with a couple of fittings. Uh, didn't fix it, but it got me on the way. And then... Uh, I, uh, if I hadn't been drinking, I'd be able to tell you the name of the tire shop that just actually came right up from Regina, even though I was in between Davidson and uh, You're uh, Chamberlain. Yeah, Craig. Pretty yeah. close to Craig. Yeah. But um, I was like 20 miles due west of you on a grid road. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just strange. Uh, so I want to address that, actually. How many times we end up running in... Like, yeah, like 10 miles as a crow flies apart from each other, not really knowing until later on. Yeah. Yeah, it's odd. And we don't even talk about it. Like, we were on the phone right before you blew your steer. Yeah. And we didn't even talk about where we were. Yeah. And then then when I blew it and I told you, and then we didn't really kind of cover it until later on. But, yeah, we weren't yeah. far apart. Yeah, I was in the hopper sweeping out when you called me. You're yeah. like, I just blew a steer. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Expecting catastrophic bender hood gone because your truck doesn't look like it would stand up to that no it really doesn't and i all i can think of is because and if you look on i got it on insta and in a few other places if you look there the the tread itself separated in one whole piece it stayed together and all i can think is it let go all at once and then the tire blew and that tread contained the blast and blew it outwards Mm. Would that make sense to you? Yeah, I can see that. Makes sense why you lost your ride height valve. Yeah. Yeah, so then after after I got it fixed and there was really nothing too wrong with it, I ordered a ride height valve, which didn't come until the next afternoon, and then I got rolling east. That's not bad. Yeah, so I, I didn't lose a whole pile of time. Not very impressed with how long it took a ride height valve to get to Regina, though. Only one was in, the closest one was Calgary. I was really surprised that they didn't have more of those because those AirTech uh, steer axles are pretty common. Well, and there's dealers, there's 
a dealer in Swift Current, there's a dealer in Moose Jaw, there's a dealer in Regina, like you'd think. And they're all this, under the same family. They're yeah. all the, the Warner family. Well, and the thing was, I called around with that number to other places to carry Hendrickson, and nobody had one. Not so lucky. Which could be also a COVID thing. Because supplies are in, <laughs> you know, just... Not, That's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, See, note to... When you buy, like, half your parts at Red Ram, you don't really <laughs> notice that. <laughs> okay, true. Uh, what I will say is I wasn't impressed with the, the tire let go at that little mm. mileage. No, that's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. So. Um, and it's not even like you're hard on tires, like you're highway. Yeah, I run highway. I run slow. Like, I'm not running, you know, buck 20. I'm, I'm running 65 miles an hour. That's tops. Right. I can see if it was 120,000 of grid, like, where you got a bunch of stone drill or something. Yeah. But the I'm way never it grew out, it wasn't even tread. It was sidewall. Yeah. And the other thing was, when we looked at it, there was nothing in the tread. We checked the whole tread. There was no marks inside of it. And I never caught anything on the sidewall. Like, it's just, it's really a strange failure. Are you, are you in contact with Michelin for warranty? Uh, my dealer is, because I kind of ran it through them, because I wasn't all that impressed, so. Yeah, I'd be choked. Yeah. Yeah, very unimpressed. Totally. And so, yeah, and then the other thing I was unimpressed with is on the ride height valve that the fittings are not separate fittings that go into the valve like they used to be, where you would screw a brass fitting into it, because it wasn't the valve itself that got screwed, it was just the fitting Two fittings broke. They're plastic fittings. They come out of there. Plastic push-in fittings. So it was easy enough to pull the lines out because they're push-in fittings. But there, you could, I could have just, if it's brass fitting, taken an easy out, knocked that fitting out, put another fitting out of my brass kit, which I really am realizing is probably useless because of all these damn plastic fittings. Yeah. And I don't mean to call your truck plastic, but <laughs> it is par for the course. A lot of, Un, unless you spec, though. like that, that must be a Daimler thing. It's a Hendrickson thing. That is. Well, that's just damn disappointing. Yeah. So, yeah, those are my two shame on you things, I guess, for the. Fair. And and fair enough. Yep. Like really, that like that there shouldn't be a plastic there shouldn't be plastic fittings. No. No. No, and you'd think that a, a brand like Hendrickson would know a little better, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like it's their first day. And and it's not like this is like a thirteen three steer axle is more more likely to see you know rocks and stuff. Like my truck never would. Mm -hmm. But what if you wanted to run that down the gravel? With plastic fittings on there, you're not going to be all that confident to do so. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So. Uh, I had a breakdown uh -huh. the same day, actually. <laughs> yes. Uh, like an hour or two after you blew your tire, I was had just loaded and I was idling down the grid road eating lunch. And my air gauges started going down and you hear air leaving. And yeah, it was a brake pot. Hmm. So that was cool. That's always always fun. I'm very very thankful that it just happened to happen two weeks after I bought a brass kit, cause it's kind of embarrassing. But I have ran like six months of, with, with no brass, with zero brass. 
Whoops. <sighs> I, I'm impressed that I made it, though. <laughs> right? Like, I expected at some point, okay, I'm going to be calling myself an idiot, calling a service truck for something silly. Yeah. But no. And so with the brasket I had and the zip ties, we backed the slack off and went directly to the nearest shop and got that fixed. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, well, you're lucky that it was just a main line and everything else. And that, because even when you buy the brass kit, it, that brass kit's never as good as the brass kit that you'll have in five years. Right. Because you gain things and the useless shit that's still in there. So I had some coffee cans from when I first started trucking. But I was down south and we left our trucks hooked to platform trailers at a wide spot right on the North Dakota border, North Dakota montana and came back monday morning and my tools and my basket were gone out of my jockey box really yeah i was pretty oh and my hard hat so yeah weird and i yeah. was choked not cool no and the basket that i bought apparently now they're selling one basket to do everything ish except for your brakes then there's a separate basket for your brake brakes but luckily, I was able to hillbilly some stuff. <laughs> well, that's kind of the key sometimes. <laughs> Slight disturbance. Slight disturbance. Oh, well, that's kind of the way we roll. That's right. So, yeah, I had a brake pot go. Now I, I went and bought two brake pots. So one went on the truck and went one, one went in the toolbox. Yeah, it never, especially when you're running gravel. Well, it's my luck, right? I didn't... It wasn't just... It broke, and I caged it, and away we went. It was... You could stick the caging bolt just in there, and you hear it tink. So you look through the hole, and there's spring there. Uh, so when it broke, it just spun. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you find I nod my head a lot when you have these issues. Because you've been I've there. been there. Everybody's yeah. been there. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's like a... It's a strange rite of passage, almost. Like, you have to have... The, like you have to do the older truck you have to have the the time on the side of the road and the laying underneath the truck and having shit drip on your face yeah. and swearing because you didn't anticipate a certain part because that's it's never like now that you got a brake pot that brake pot will get rusty and oh. and be because <laughs> because you've got it yep but when you don't have it that's when you'll need it yeah yep. yeah so Anyways, I, I you know I I do a lot of nodding and I'm like yeah uh huh. I don't mind those little breakdowns on the side of the road. Yeah. As long as what I, I can fix myself to get going again. Yeah. You know like, all right, we had to think a bit. That's cool. Yeah. I wanted a break from driving anyway. I <laughs> I definitely wanted to crawl around on the gravel for an hour. Cool. <laughs> as long as you can look at it that way, right? Yeah, I don't really that that stuff doesn't bug me so much. Like I said, as long as I'm not calling for a service truck or yeah it's i things like for me like say this ride height or not ride height thing i keep saying it's a ride height issue it's not it's a ride issue and it's in the back end and i'm not sure it might even just be shocks i it will find out but but it's been bothering me bothering me. and and you go down the road and it bugs you and then you think well it's in the trailer maybe it's in the trailer maybe it's this maybe it's that it's those little ones to me are much worse than like yeah oh steer tire blew up what am I going to do? There's nothing I can do to prevent that. That, Of course, they said, oh, well, it's an inflation issue. No, it's not, because I check my inflation every day. And 
and some days I don't. Okay, let's be honest. There's days where, but I mean, if like if it looks visibly low, I'm sticking the gauge on it as well. But every second day at least, it gets the gauge. And then I thought, well, maybe my gauge isn't accurate. Had the tire guy check it. Gauge mm. is good. So it's not an inflation issue. It is a tire manufacturer issue. And I can deal with that. I can deal with failures like that. But I have a harder time with things that are a quality issue that just just kind of bites at you. Yep. And then when you take it in, they're like, no, I don't know. Seems normal. Yeah, I miss when mechanics used to take a truck in for a problem and mechanics would drive it around until it did the problem. You know, like they would do their best to duplicate it. Mm. Now they drive around the friggin' block and they're like, oh, it's not doing it. Well, yeah, right? <laughs> well, like, those are the good ones that actually drive it. There are there are some that just plug it into the computer and go, yeah, I don't know. Not, nothing showing up here, not seeing any codes. Yeah, that's what yeah, I well, say. Yeah, well, because I've got a vibration. Vibrations don't make codes. Yeah. Yeah, every time I go to a mechanic for a problem, that's my first thing. Get your computer and get my swap receipt. Plug in. We're going for a drive. Yeah. Right? I'm not leaving this to you to write. I know what it's doing. I can make it do it 99% of the time. Yeah. Except for what I went for the sh- to the shop for the other day. Yeah. We'll leave it. Yeah. It's okay. I don't want to bring things up. Have a shot or something. Okay. Stupid. Stupid trucks. That's how what my week was. Yeah, and I... So you want to explain your two-shot deal or no? Uh, No. Okay. No, that's a... Secret. That's a secret, Trade secrets. You're allowed to have trade secrets. Yeah. Like, I'm... I'm drinking beer, which is actually pretty good. I mean, you're not an IPA guy, but I like IPAs, and this one's called Dusty Trail. So, I mean, you think for someone who's a little more cowboy, you'd like something Dusty Trail, right? Um... (laughs) There's definitely a Brokeback Mountain joke in there somewhere, but I'm going to leave that alone. (laughs) That was really uncalled for, actually. I'm glad you didn't go there. Right? Yeah. Um, All the way there. Well, shots fired stuff, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm just not a beer guy, honestly. I have to... I'm kind of like the song, There'll Be Time to Switch to Whiskey. Yeah. Time to Switch to Whiskey. We've been drinking beer all night. I won't drink beer all night. It'll be, you know, three, four... And then I have to... See, and I switched to whiskey when I was, like, 19. I thought you were going to say 9, but... No. Which, you know, wouldn't have entirely hard. surprised me. Yeah, either, I'm not but... that hardcore. <laughs> yeah, when I was, like, 19, I quit drinking beer, and that was... That was that? Yeah. Just a whiskey guy now. If I drink too much, it bugs my guts, but I do like to have the odd one. Yeah. Especially on a warm day, you know. And, damn, the weather's been just about perfect today, so... Yeah, we had a bit of rain earlier, but it was, like, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that's good. Nice. We've had enough rain for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've had enough. I'm tired of washing the truck and, you know, trying to do it twice a week. And I mean, some people who see my truck driving down the road go, you don't wash twice a week. No, I have. It's the color. Yeah. I think. Like, as soon as you get dust on it, it looks yeah. dirty. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I uh, guess white trucks, well, I don't know. You probably can't politically correct say that white trucks matter. 
You can't even tell there's red coolant all over the side of it right now. Yeah, no. See, and, and if you looked at my truck right now, and it was washed more recently, probably, and it's sitting in the Blackjack's parking lot, and it looks dirty. Hmm. Which is bothersome. Because you're parked in the Blackjack's parking lot. Probably. They do keep it pretty controlled, but they're still dust. Yeah. Yeah, no, and and I, I just, yeah, I got it dirty the other, just coming home the other day. I hit a lightning storm, and, um, well, not just lightning. Of course, there was rain. Match. Of course. Yeah. That's how that goes. Yeah. It was really wild. I was trying to capture it. I, like, I love electrical storms like that. I just, like, for me, that's, if I can drive through something like that or just sit there, uh, leave the, you know, leave the curtains open and just watch it out of the bunk. It's awesome. This is really strange because normally you don't get it, but I got up at four to, to start rolling to Calgary and look up and you could see just, like, it was everywhere. The whole sky was lighting up in front of me. So I jumped out of the truck, not raining, looked behind the truck, and I was sitting in Mooseman, and it was doing the same thing on the other side. So it was all around. Like the whole sky kept just like flashing. It was like a strobe light going off. It was wild. Huh. And then I drove in it, like, and drove into it for about an hour and a half. And so, you know, I threw down a little bit of video here and there, and I caught the odd. Like, sometimes it would just be going off, and then you'd hit hit record. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, so I was kind of wishing I had the dash cam going, but didn't. So. What do you run for a dash cam? A shitty one. <laughs> so. I need to get something better. I don't mean to sound distracted. I'm just pouring liquor. Yeah. Um, I have a Garmin, and I am not impressed with it. No? No. It is one of the cheaper ones. I'm just not impressed with its night vision. Oh. So there's one that somebody recommended to me. You know, you're supposed to just turn your headlights on and not look at your Garmin as you're going down the road. like. For... Well, no, when I look at the, <laughs> when I download the stuff. Um, you're not just staring at the screen then? That's right. Yeah, no, the screen's off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just checking. I don't know. That's fair. Um, I drive in Saskatchewan at night, so I need to be paying attention, otherwise you get shot off the road by them potholes. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I downloaded some video off of it the other day that was night stuff. Yeah. And it was garbage. No. Like, you could see the deer go across. I, I saw the deer myself when I was driving for probably 45 seconds, and you saw two, set, two three seconds of it on oh. the dash cam. So I think it's Thinkware or something like that that a buddy recommended. Oh, okay. And it actually mounts right up against your de- like right up against your glass. That's that's supposed to be better. So I, I'll say too, my truck has a dash cam in it that um, connects with the ELD and everything. Mm. And so it's like, and and I haven't seen the video from that because it goes to some server or whatever. But apparently it takes really good video. Hmm. So I may have to try get some of that. Um, yeah. From from the company just to check it out to see what it looks like. Cause is that one of those Omnitrax screens? Uh, no, it's not Omnitrax because all of my stuff plugs into just my uh, um, tablet. So like everything, there's a there's a system that's in the truck and it provides Wi-Fi and it does that. But then I just have a tablet for an interface. It's uh, Samsara, but it's got issues of its own too. Swanky. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm not that high tech. No. Uh, but big, you don't need ELD because you no. don't run to the States. So. Exactly. 
Big Road on my phone. And that's that. There we go. It's tasty stuff. Yeah, and it all stays in one piece, which is nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Red Man is a tasty treat. <laughs> yeah, so... So, is your ride issue, you only feel it on smooth roads? No. Just feel it on all roads. Yeah, and especially if there's a square edge, like, um, like say, an expansion joint. If you're driving on Super Slap, and you got that thump, 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 thump. Yeah. My, um, uh, just the, uh, that bubbly I got there. And a glass, please. Just play some drink <laughs> orders. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to have a, a waitress. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I've got, I put that recap on back in March or whatever that was. When I'm bobtailing, I can feel it. It's that around or more funny or some just, you know, gar garbage recap problem. Oh, yeah. I was just wondering if maybe yours is something similar. Even, like, they're virgins, yours, but... Maybe rotate them. Well, now... Or just put so, them on a balancer. The reason I keep going back to ride height is because now when I go up over 100, I've got a, I've got a vibration. That could still be just out of balance. Yeah. But I've the, actually been thinking about trying them disc fuck dealios. Disc Maybe. fuck dealios. Yeah. yeah. That. <laughs> I love your descriptions of stuff. Um, <laughs> seeing them at uh, Lesco, I think it mm -hmm. was. You put them between your duels. Centromatics. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, or, and the inside of your steers. Yeah. I know lots of guys that use them on their steers, especially, and some guys have even... My steers are machine balanced. Like, they got the weights and stuff on them. Oh, okay. I'm just... I don't know. I like it better. I've, I will have... And I've had guys that actually have done both. Yeah. Oh. No guys that have done both. I've had, like... But, yeah, just I know people that have done both. Huh. Super balanced. Yeah. Oh, there's there's some guys down there in the States that do that. They go as far as, like... Um, Centering nuts? Um, and... Then taking their bearings and getting them uh, coated. Are rates like that much better down there? Or... <laughs> well, they claim that you know your mileage difference for this or that, and right. you know I've 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 heard of some really crazy stuff, right, for guys to get better mileage. And I heard of a guy just the other day. Uh, I was talking to a mechanic about tunes, and he said there's a guy that runs like an 800 horsepower tune in a C15 stock. Just in, you know? Yeah. But uh, just babies it. Like, won't even turn his AC on. But allegedly, he's getting like eight miles to the gallon. Hmm. Pulling tandem chickens. I'd have to see the numbers. Me too. But I don't I don't buy anything until I see the numbers. I completely agree. Yeah. Can you imagine, though, like, not even turning your AC on? No, that's... That's a bit much. Mm -hmm. Like I get it, it, you own it, and you, you all that, but that that's a bit much. Oh, my AC runs full tilt. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I have the tune that came with the truck. Yeah, weren't you supposed to call PDI about something? Yeah, well, and I I did call them, and I and I got a price and everything else, and then I just have had other priorities. So that's the thing with a new truck is you can have other priorities. Yeah. Not just. 
work wrench repeat. Mm. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Slight pause. Yeah. Slight interruption. That's all right. It stays in the stays in the pod. There we go. You got to keep using your outside voice. Every now and then you get a little quiet. I get too into the train of thought and then get into your head and yeah, yeah. I forget about the volume sometimes. Yeah. Oh. It's a one track show over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also because I'm, I'm watching the, like, for, well, most people have never seen this podcast because we don't video it, but I'm watching the actual, the volume go up and down on the track, and so I can see my voice boom, and it does for some reason. It doesn't matter how quiet I talk, I, I get that, right? So. Yeah, this mic is set up as if I'd be podcasting by myself. Yeah, and so if I come across loud, you need to know I'm three feet away from the mic still. Yes rookie hour as usual <laughs> yeah nobody should be too surprised about that right so we're not we're not here for total quality here <laughs> it's quantity that's right or something like it's that. quality but it's not audio quality it's the quality of the content yes or the knowledge the bullshit the bullshit i think it's the bullshit meter Hmm. It's high. Just <laughs> random distractions high. again, right? Maybe we should do it on video, and then they'd understand our random silences and distractions. <laughs> oh, it'll come in time. Yeah. Yeah, so I... You got a new trailer, did you not? Switch trailers or mm, something? Yeah, like and then that? I switched back. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's not very exciting news then. Well, it was exciting for when I had it because it was shiny and it was all aluminum. And Why'd you have to give it back? And it was ultra low. Well, because we thought I needed the ramps for some other stuff, which I did. But then I almost needed the ultra low for some other stuff, they didn't which have, I didn't. Like, aluminum ramps for the ultra lows? They did. Mm. But they then it made it easier having the ramps to the kick. Oh, yes. Or Makes the neck, sense. whatever you yeah. want to call it. I know some people really like to call it the kick, and some people really don't. I'd say it's the kick. Yeah. Because the neck, like you say neck, I think low boy neck. Yeah, so do I. Right? Yeah. And then when people call a low boy neck the kick, then that bothers me. That is not correct at all. Yeah. No. No, at that point you're just wrong. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about your luck on that one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... Uh, I I don't know. I'm, I I like the ultra low, but at the same time, I do uh, for hauling equipment. I still like having that extra few inches, that nine wide. Oh yeah, it's definitely helpful. Yep. You're only nine wide there. Yeah, that's perfect because then you're still skinny enough to go down south and yeah. not get screwed around. I did not know that the first time I went down south was with a ten wide low boy, and then I go to leave uh, to come back from Colorado, and dispatch is like, nope. Your day travel only. I even texted him back. I was like, no, I'm empty. Like, yeah, no, 10 wide. No. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, oh, even Ontario. I've only been in Ontario once. Uh, it wasn't far. And it was far from legal, I'm sure. Uh, yes. Say no more? Are you worried about the statute of limitations not being up on that? or? 
No, allegedly I had permits for all of it. But I can tell you how much of a pain in the butt it is to go uh, in at, like, through Kenora at 5-3. Hmm. Mm hmm. And when you roll into that, I call it white shell, but I've been corrected before. Whatever that <laughs> scale is there. Yeah. At, like, five minutes to sunset and you're 10 wide, they will give you the park light. Ah. Uh. Yeah, can't confirm that. It was 10 wide with a 10 axle, so I was... I think they stopped me for over length. Oh. But I was going to a derailment, a washout, and uh, was originally routed to Brandon. And was just about to pull into Brandon on load, call for the reroute. The pilot met me halfway through Manitoba. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, good times. I get a route texted to me, and I'm like two kilometers, I'm just outside of Brandon, like south of the Husky there. Yeah. And I'm on the route. And I'm 5'3", and I first bridge I come to is like 5'2". Shit. Alright. Drop air. All that stuff. Well, I, I also have to say I can't thank you enough for loaning me your height stick. Yeah, I'm glad that's worked out for you. It's yeah. one of those things that you never, you never realize you... how bad you need it until you have one. Yeah. And you're like, yep, totally worth the money. It was really worth the money for me. Yeah. See, and I got a good deal on it, so. Yeah, my deal is even better. The rent is pretty cheap. Yeah, the rent's <laughs> cheap, that's right. Well, I, I pulled up to load a stack of trailers. And uh, so, of course, you got to keep it under divisible load, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, so what is it, 4-1 divisible? I, I can't remember. I have no idea. I'm I not can't a remember. divisible load guy. Yeah, no, and, and I'm not normally either. And so our dispatch told us, and I can't remember what it was. And I was like, well, I have to get under that. And they had a stack of four trailers that they brought out. They already have them stacked. They had them on tires still, um, which I can get into that somewhat. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, so we set it up there, check with the height stick. Like, yeah, no, we got to get bring it down more. Because they, they originally were like, oh, yeah, no, you'll be able to do it. That was with the uh, ultra low. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, uh, no. No, we're not under. So they took the tires off for me, and we put some plywood down on the deck, set it right on the drums, and then I was just, just under at the back. Hmm. So, yeah, stacked tires, wrapped in cellophane, not a good idea. Cellophane's not load-rated. No, and so strap, 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 and then, you know what? Cellophane will work on most things if it's stacked well, and tires you can stack, but tires bounce especially on the back of an aluminum step deck that is not loaded heavy enough at the back. Yeah. Because so those tires don't weigh enough, so it's yeah. kicking and... Yeah. Yeah, and aluminum kicks more than steel does. So you're constantly pulling over to rearrange. To, to, yeah, rearrange. And so eventually I had um, most of the tires underneath the trailers with an individual strap across three because I would put three tires across, yep. strap it. Three tires across, strap it. Makes sense. Yeah, so it was a really long trip. I don't know why they wouldn't just steel band them together. Yeah, so that was, suggestion was made after by a certain trucker. We'll just call him Greg Vaziak. Because uh, <laughs> so he just banded them all together and then uh, put them in kind of parallel with the rails of the trailer. Mm -hmm. Boom, two, three straps, good enough. Yeah, no, no, that would have uh, would have been great. Yeah, 
Good. Do you think they'd totally lose their mind if you asked to, like, flop the top trailer upside down? Just kind of interlock them that way? I was thinking for your height. Yeah, I don't know. They've tried a few different things. Yeah, they're an awkward thing to haul. Yeah. I see them going down the highway one all the time. Yeah. And there's so many different ways of doing it. But. Well, and it depends on the size of the trailers. Like, these are fairly heavy utility trailers, like um, tag trailers for behind, like, gravel trucks. Oh, and, big boy trailers. Yeah, and, goose, boy trailers. and, yeah, and goosenecks, like, like heavy, like, triaxle goosenecks. And I was uh, thinking, like, tandem axle car haulers. Yeah, well, I hauled those, too. And, actually, those are easier, it seems, to haul than the bigger ones. Hmm. Mind you, the little ones, it seems like they always have a dump trailer that they haul with it, and they throw all the tires in the dump trailer. Perfect. Out of sight, out of mind. Yep. And they stay right in there. That is a, yeah, valid point. Out of yeah. sight, out of mind. Excavator buckets in rock truck boxes. But also sight. good for out bush of... moves only. Oh. That disclaimer. Only if you get caught. That's right. The COD permit, cover of darkness. Hmm. Yeah. Is that what that means? I always see that on uh, on shipping stuff, COD. Yeah. I did not know that. See? There you go. I learn something new every day. Yeah. Even even young people can teach you things. That's see, what I learned. Some, sometimes I'm, I got some decent information. <laughs> we used to do that. Uh, I worked for a gravel, gravel crushing company, and the pails was unbelievable. There was no efficient way to haul these oil pails. Because if you put them in... The generator van, they always fall over or something stupid, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they started putting them in the box of the rock trucks. Oh, shit. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. They I don't, don't know how they got them in there because they were all stacked, like one layer, stacked real nice. Yeah, they never bounced around. They had a gravel crushing crew, though. It's not like we were moving their stuff very far. No. No. No, and crushing stu crusher stuff is never much fun to move anyways. None of it has brakes. None of it has... Freaking... None of it's cleaned off. You do it all at night. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I... I worked for one of the more hillbilly crushing companies, too. So there's, like, so, the way Inland does it, where they get steam trucks out to steam everything before it goes 5K I, down the road. It's definitely not how this outfit rolled. I've never even heard of such a thing. I didn't know there was non-hillbilly... Yes, there is the big show gravel places. Inland, Lafarge, stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. Burn Co. Yeah. They move stuff. Proper. Oh, uh, yeah. I should say I shouldn't say that at O'Hanlon they did too. Like our stuff was moved when I was there. Yes. It, all of the stuff that they moved themselves is taken very good care of. Yes. Okay, there you go. Yeah. That's good enough to say. Yeah, no, no there, I, there is a lot of companies that are really good about their their stuff. Yeah. But there are some, yeah, like I don't know. The smaller companies like when you're going to move a crusher once a year and you have to go see Vipit. Hmm. Yeah, but you you would like I think it's reasonable to expect it to have brakes. I agree. I completely agree. Yes. And that was my my two conditions of doing it. And believe it or not, it was a fight to get this far. Like before I started doing it, there was zero fucks to give. Or, or tires that don't have like a growth, a tumor on them. Just tires in general. Oh, just yeah. having tires on it? Yeah, just <laughs> being on the bead, right? That uh, was my thing, is I want the tires to have wind in them, the lights to work, and at least half the brakes to work. 
How about cords on the tires? So does, is that acceptable? If it's parked where I can't see it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tires got cords. Look, you can see them. Yeah, right. They're all good. <laughs> Look at. There's only two or three that are broken. And the belly tanks to be empty. That was my other big thing. Oh yeah. Because that's a big, big ticket. Yeah. All in, you know, twenty thousand liters of fuel on a single wall tank. <laughs> the first oversized load I ever hauled. Excuse me, was a flail, not a crusher, but a flail. So chip flail. Oh yes. So it's like a yeah, kind of like a crusher for chips, right? And so I was, uh, I don't remember, just got my license. It was that summer. I had my general. And. Uh, Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, and so yeah, you're gonna go move this. Uh, I think my uncle even called it a crusher. I can't even remember that point. So I had to go down by Edson. So. Bobtail and my spring ride general down South Edson, down the Wolf Lake Road, get there, look look around, find this thing. It's uh, 11 wide. It's a wheeler. Oh. Yeah, and I like mm. like I've had my license at this point about two months. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> yeah, and there's no cell phones, right? Yeah. So, yeah, no cell phone with me, because why would you need it? You're not going to Edmonton, so it's not like you got a call to see what your pickups are. So you don't take the, the phone. The bag like phone. Had, yeah, well, we had, it wasn't even a bag phone. It was about the size of this water bottle. It's a one-liter water bottle. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess nobody can see it. <laughs> and then uh, it weighed about enough. Like, you could use it as a blackjack to beat people with in case you didn't, like... Oh, handy. Yeah, no, it was really good if you're yeah. in downtown Edmonton. And someone, like, tried phone. to Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so you take that, and uh, but we I didn't have that either, so I just... Well, I gotta go move this thing, right? And pin on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so I I get underneath it, I back under it, and it's on blocks. And the truck that had put it there was probably a winch tractor. So my general on twenty two fives, even though it had a high pedestal, was not as high as that. So I backed under, I pinned in, and locked into it. Oh, son of a bitch! Yeah. But I couldn't get it off the blocks. <laughs> I spun out, hooked up, and probably can't unhook. No lockers, right? No, because you just had a inner axle. Yeah, hanging there, spinning. Yeah, so I I suffered my way through that and blocked my wheels until I backed up. And then the good thing was that I then knocked the blocks out from the tires, which turned out were the only things holding it because it didn't have maxis on it. No, spring everything. Yeah, so of course once I got up on my blocks with my truck, I spun up onto there and then pushed the trailer back and then I knocked off my blocks and then, yeah, we were all good. And so, yeah, put the put it together and start driving down the 32 of course there's no shoulder on 32 and i was just like white knuckling her all the way you know with the steering on the way the general was was... yeah your five foot diameter steering wheel yeah oh yeah like and i mean it was big rigging but and that truck had a single beacon on the top of the old mccoy brothers heady crack on the back oh perfect yeah and i had to put bulbs in it because it wasn't working and luckily i found some bulbs in there and so i put the bulbs in it and like freed it up because it was actually <laughs> rusty so they could pop the cap off freed up the, the spinning spin mechanism again Shit. <laughs> so i had no d signs or anything i got this one little single rotating thing and an 11 wide wheeler <laughs> like, uh. and so and i was and so i'm more worried about being late to get up to and i had to take it up to the night yard mm, yeah and so just thank god when i turned on from 32 and I stopped at Petro because I needed to get some fuel. Pulled in there, got fuel, took off, and 
the highway was still two lanes at that time past the scale, and lights weren't flashing. Whew, lucky. Yeah, so I trucked her on up there, and when the guy went up to go pick it up to come back, he actually drove up, then didn't grab it, then drove into Fox Creek and made a phone call and said he needed a bunch of permits. To move <laughs> <laughs> and my uncle's like, well, I don't know, Greg moved it up there. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> Speaking of, uh, well, stories like that, I was moving crushers, and uh, we are going four to Cinnamon to two hills. And not cleaned. Like, we had 30K of pit road to get to the highway. Yeah. And was told, well, whatever doesn't fall off on that stretch won't fall off when you go down the highways. <laughs> All right. And uh, it was the last load, and I was doing it during the day because it was a legal weight one. And mm-hmm. figured I'd been doing this for, like, three nights in a row and mornings. Never seen anybody. Two hill scale was never open. This will be fine. And it was the feeder. And being lazy, I didn't chain down the out belt at the back, right? So it was sitting on its little bar, and the one side of the bar got pinned in so it couldn't leave, which is what I trusted. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Put my D-sign on, away we go. Just kind of zoned out, trucking, coming through two hills, pop over the hill eastbound. Lights are flashing at the scale. Oh. Pull in there, one DOT, sitting busy with a gravel truck. And I roll through, just do 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 and go a mile down the road, turn off onto the grid road, and get out to take a leak, and I go back, and this the one side of the bar is out and falling down, the non-pin side. <laughs> so this conveyor is, like, hanging there on a 45 sideways degree angle. There's gravel that fell out from underneath the belt of it doing that, and I have no idea how long it was like that. But pretty sure I rolled over the scale like that. No idea how I got away with it. No CVIP, no plates, no lights, no brakes. <laughs> Same thing, first year of trucking. I was convinced. I was told and I was believed because I was new that, uh, yeah, well, that stuff only gets moved once in a while. It doesn't need CVIP and stuff like that. <laughs> it doesn't <You're>, need. <laughs> it doesn't need CVIP. You're fine. Yeah. It's just, it's like farm plates. Yeah. And Crushing like, plates. as long as you had uh, air in the outside tires, it was fine. What's wrong with that? It looks, looks like you got air in all your tires. Yeah, guy would be just crucified if you got caught with that, like, then, but imagine now. like. Yeah, and that's not even that long. Like, that's six, seven years ago now. Yeah, forget, not... you're, you're just a fucking young kid. Yeah, but, I mean, even you look at how the industry's changed, There's, you're not going to get away with that anymore. There's no. The, the amount of DOT that are out there now compared to then. Yeah. You actually had a half a chance of getting away with shit then. <laughs> And I got away with so much my first year trucking because I didn't know. Yeah. And I was working at a company that didn't have anybody that knew, right? You can haul a D7 on behind it on a tandem Tritum. You bet. Drive it all the way to the neck. Away you go. <laughs> Just run it up. Yeah, no permits, nothing. You can haul a, a Dress 365 hoe on 40 wheels with no permits and no pilot trucks. Of course you can. You can't? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Uh, it must have changed that law, or yeah. something. Oh, I know. I I can I can just like well I know I've talked enough about like my Kiwi days there and Jeff would be yeah. like oh yeah no you'll be good I'd just go oh, okay he just, says you're gonna be good you're good right yeah yeah you yeah, don't know like, any better yeah no and I I moved a few like things on it we had an old tandem Aspen 
Yeah, it was an Aspen tam Tandem. It was a double drop, non-removable neck, air ride. It was 9 or 9.6. It was not full 10 wide. Because when you, when you put a... When you went and put... Uh, just run a skitter on it. Yeah. Like you were sketched. It was sketchy because it just barely get on there, right? So you're always falling off if you put a skater on it. And then, but like I, uh, it had a really short span and it was only, I think it was only supposed to be like a 40 ton low boy, but it would like, yeah, like, oh, lots of 330s, 336s. I had eight on there <laughs> just on this little eight wheel. Like, oh and, yeah, like, it's like, yeah, geez, can you run over and grab that cat? I'm like, what cat? Oh, there's a cat up there. It's just, I think it's just a little one. <laughs> so it's like, a little one. It's fine. Yeah, so I go up there, and it's an old 8K. No, little, yeah. Yeah, with the um, mounting wheels on it. Oh, yes. So, I mean, that's another, I don't know, 25,000 pounds of steel at, on the back end of at it. At least. Yeah, so just run that. It didn't have a blade, though. Okay, so it's only 70,000 pounds. Yeah, and it's really nice to load when there's 25,000 pounds hanging off the back end of it and no blade on the front of it. Usually eights break over great, right? Yeah, I would definitely back that one over. Yeah, no, you you would because you know better. Yeah, and see, that's the thing is the knowing better. Like, yeah. um, I, I knew better once it was stuck kind of on those wheels and it was standing kind of up on end. Yeah, you know, once you're absolutely scared, like shitless, yeah, you're like, oh, let's yeah, and then, this. and then you try to back up, and it's just digging into the ground. Yeah, and you can't. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but then I actually figured out that you could lower those wheels, and when I lowered those those digging wheels, it brought the front end of the cat down, and it walked off. Well, there you go. Yeah, but it but there was there were several minutes of like, yeah, I'm gonna need new shorts when I'm done this whole yeah. ordeal because I had one. Same thing, like, never never would do it again. Yeah. I uh, was told to go get a 32-wheeler and go and load uh, a loader. But it was be up out of the pit, side of the road. I get there, and this is, I don't even remember what size it was, but probably the equivalent to, like, a 600, yeah. Matthew 600. Load that and take it out by, it was north of two hills. And this is the direction that you're going. It's third party. They've got you permits, whatever. And uh, stu stupid tall. Thankfully, I measured my height. Yeah. But I snake it through the city and uh, don't have a permit, nothing. Definitely overweight. And Dar Drossen scale, like, this is my first year of trucking. I never left the city. <laughs> yeah, and it was closed, luckily. Luckily. Went by, whatever. And then I seen them haul that loader back. And they took the bucket off and hauled it on 48 wheels. <laughs> so, but yeah, like stuff that you would never do, but you look back on it, you're like, how did I get away with that exactly? Yeah. I don't know. Have I said on the podcast about when I hauled the, uh, when I hauled the log loader with the cab up? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I can never remember what I've said on the podcast, what I haven't. So it's, I'll leave that one. It's hard not to totally incriminate yourself too, right? Yeah. Well, I mean... I, I guess, I mean, a guy might be under the microscope from here on in. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Not even really thinking. Like, oh, look at these fucking hillbillies. Yeah. Talk to them. Yeah, let, let's just say this all in the past. Yes. We've learned our lessons. We run a completely up-to-date outfit now. Well, and it's really hard to be oversized, over height on uh, grain trailers, so, I mean, you should be okay that way. 
Yeah, and speaking of being under the microscope, like my last year and a half of heavy haul took a total U-turn from starting my career, never seeing DOT, went my first two years without even getting pulled over, Yeah. to like literally getting pulled over every day, <laughs> going into every scale. <laughs> oh. I was like, okay, I'll get a ticket for this today. <laughs> Come back from a round trip to Colorado with three, four tickets, like, oh yeah. This sucks. Whatever. I've There's been... stupid stuff. Oh, yeah. I got a ticket in Colorado for not having the troubleshooting booklet for my ELD. And that's on the driver, by the way. What? Yes. That ticket was, shows on my abstract as uh, driver failed to maintain proper paperwork or something like that. Proper, proper documents. Oh, wow. It's because I didn't have the troubleshooting guide for my ELD. His first question, I thought I was doing really good because his first question was, do you have paper logbooks in case your ELD goes down? I was like, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Canada. Right? Get across the border, unplug. We yeah. go. But, uh, yeah, then he's like, do you have the instruction booklet and the troubleshooting manual and this, that, and the next thing? And, yeah, it's on the driver, not the company. Because I told him, I was like, I never even got, everything I got for my ELD is sitting in my binder. Yeah. Nope. Failed to pass driver inspection. I'd have fought that much. Then I would have to go back to Colorado. Hmm. That's and that's another way that they get you. They know you're not gonna come back to fight it. Yeah, that's true enough, right? Unless you're running that road every day, but they know you're not. Cause... Yeah, and Montana makes you pay before you even leave the scale house if you're from out of province or out of country. These are good things to know. I don't want to go back the, now. Right? You get these guys like we're not allowed back in this state because we have an outstanding parking ticket, right? Yeah. Well, Montana got burned for that too many times, I guess. Well, at one time it was even that way with impaired. Well, I could see that. Like, so there'd be guys that get in, they get two, three, four impaired in the states, and 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 I mean before like computers were, you know, in cop cars, a guy could get tickets yeah. and then get away with it. Well, they wouldn't, they couldn't even run your license on the spot. They'd have to call it in, right? Yeah. And so, like, guys would have, you know, they'd have a suspension in this state, and a suspension in that state, and a suspension in another state. Oh, shit. And, yeah, when we went to, uh, we used to do the, uh, we used to do these snowmobile trips, and, uh, one of the guys, like, we got down to the border. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, we haven't got the neck out of there yet, so. I know, right? I'm, I'm I shouldn't say slacking. much, I mean, I. But I'm two fisting, so. Well, at least you're doing something. Yeah. Sorry, drink break there. Yeah, drink break. <clears throat> no, my train of thoughts just completely derailed. Um. Uh... <laughs> yep. <laughs> she gone. That happens. You look at the amount that CN falls off the tracks, I think we're doing pretty good. Oh, there you go. We'll keep some people employed. At one time, that was you. Yeah. You know, surprisingly, I worked there for two years, I think it was. And I only went on one derailment. Oh, really? And I didn't like it. 
No? No, that is not my kettle of fish. I came back from running to Fort McMurray with the wheeler. Walked in to hand in paperwork and was told, go hook onto that Mark IV. It's loaded, chained down in the yard. And go to New Hazleton. Be there as soon as you can. Do not <laughs> sleep. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long ways. Oh, yeah. This is not just a little jaunt. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's up by Vanderhoof. That's not that bad. Six hours. Yeah, no, it's way farther than that. Got there, big rush to get there. And uh, I don't even think I unloaded the machine off the trailer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it stayed on the trailer and they just came up to me after I went for, went to bed for like six hours. Okay, go home. Sounds <laughs> like firework. Right? Yeah. But I also, I'd almost enjoy firework more. Like the bit that I did, I, I enjoyed it more. I would think you, it was mostly because it wasn't as far. What did you do? Were you hauling equipment too? Or? Yeah, hauling and, hauling and then running it. Oh, yeah. For, uh, there was a fire on the Paul Van Reserve here a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. And that same summer, there was a fire at uh, that other reserve right north of my house. Uh, you know? No. Alexis. Oh, yeah. And there was also one... North of Westlock somewhere. South of Westlock? Anyway, somewhere up there. North or south, right? Somewhere Westlock-ish. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love your directions. North, south, yeah. maybe it was east. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I know it was definitely in some wooded area. It, uh, yeah. Generally, that's where fires are. Usually. Unless it's a grass fire. See? Yeah. Maybe it was. No, it definitely wasn't a grass fire. I remember that much. You don't sleep much when you're doing that work. Oh, shit. You're on the wrong type of fires then. Oh, yeah, see, no, I did not sleep. No, well, we, see, my first fires, I had, um, and did I talk about this before? I don't think I've talked about firework. No. Anyways, I, I, uh, I had my trucks, and, uh, I went, anyways, uh, Jeff basically said, like, they, you know, they could use my, they could use my truck, because they had lots of trailers, and they, you know, they registered, the force two would register you by trailer. Mm, yeah. Not by the truck, and then so I contracted to them, and I already had my wildfire tickets and all that stuff so that I could go out on the on the uh, fires. So anyways, got everything signed up. They got my truck on, and so I'm thinking, you know, and sometime this month I might go to work. There wasn't a lot going on logging, and uh, yeah, I got a call that afternoon, and yeah, they just went to you know. They just put everything kind of on alert. I was like, oh, okay, right on. But usually that doesn't mean anything. It wasn't like go muster to the... Yeah, go, go get Yeah, don't go off. to the forestry or anything like that. It was just like, oh, okay, they're on alert. Okay, right on. So anyways, just kind of getting ready to, you know, go to bed, putting an episode up on TV. and Phone rings. Yeah, can you go over to um, grab the trailer and go down to McRitchie's? I'm like, huh? <laughs> He's like, yeah, the, there's a fire up by... Uh, where was it? Carson Lake. So just outside of Whitecourt, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh, little fire, right? That's kind of cool. I guess I'll go down there. So I go down there, and, and I know I've told you this story, but I get down there, and um, there's this French guy, and he's got the skidder, and I've got the wheeler. And so they, I just took the 16-wheeler because that's what was there. It was a short 16, and it had steep beaver tails on it. And, uh, 
Anyways, I can't remember his name. I think his name was Reg. Anyways, so he says, uh, you want a loaded load skitter? <laughs> I said, yeah, like, fuck, load it, right? Yeah. And uh, he's got the water tank. It's hanging in the back in there. So he, he comes and he head, go, heads for the beaver tails, and he gets part way up. And he spins out on the chains, right? So he just kind of hops a couple times. So he backs up. And this time he, like, grabs second gear when he hits it. Well, get after it. Yeah, like, yeah. gets up. Spins again. Doesn't quite get her. So he backs up farther. No, no. He hits the beaver tails. Fucking third gear. Not kidding. Front end of that thing goes up like a monster truck. It would, he yeah. wheelie <laughs> onto the... And I shit, you know, I'm standing back. like, And I started standing back farther. <laughs> yeah. Going the other way. <laughs> yeah. So he wheelies it on and then brings it down. It came down smooth onto the deck. And uh, then he opens the doors. Well, what the... You frick, you think it's pretty good there? <laughs> like, yeah, it's on the wagon. Yeah, that's good. That's like, yeah. I could, if I loaded it slow, it wouldn't be that straight. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, next time, I don't think I use a freaking uh, full water tank, eh? <laughs> <laughs> like 500 gallons oh. of water hanging off the back. It's no wonder it would spin out. Shit. So, yeah, load it up, drive out, head up there, start going on the highway. There's a roadblock. Cops are there. They wave me through. So I drive around all the traffic, and I'm going, I'm like, fuck. And then I can see a glow. I get up to the top of the hill towards, like, Carson Lake, like that Carson Lake hill. Yeah. Both ditches. Flames are, like, 10 feet high in the ditches. I'm driving down the middle of the highway. I was like, fuck, like, I did not think going out to fight fires would be anywhere near this intense. Yeah. And We're so expecting I, to be in it. Yeah. So, and I'm thinking it's pretty wild. And they told us to go down to the Carson Lake Road and muster. And so I pull onto the lake, onto the road there. And they're like, okay, we'll, we'll wait. There's a fire back there. Like, aren't you guys going to fight it? <laughs> no, no, we got to wait. So then, like, close my eyes. Day cab Kenworth. Try to put my head on the wheel, whatever. Yeah. Get about, like, an hour into that. No. Uh, we're going to turn around. We got to, uh, we're going to turn around and we're going to muster, point it back out towards there because the fire's moving. I'm not sure where we're going to go. So turn around, get about another, you know, hour in. Don't sleep, of course, at all. And then then they'd send us back to the casino in Whitecourt. So we drive back through. They've kind of got the fire in the ditch put out at that point. <laughs> but it's still burning around there. And yeah. we go back to the casino. And they're, so they set us at the casino and they're like, yeah, we'll wait here until morning. Okay. It's on the clock the whole time. Like, turn my truck off, basically. Yeah, and then I try. Wouldn't have brought a day cab though. It's the only truck I had. Oh, good enough then. I, all yeah. I had was day cabs at that point, right? And so yeah, and and I mean, anybody who doesn't know me, I'm six two and a half, so I don't fit real good in a Kenworth day cab trying to sleep. No. And so yeah, put my feet up on the passenger seat. Put my cut like I didn't have a pillow and nothing. Ah. I thought I'm going out dropping off a skitter, coming, coming home. Back. Yeah. yeah. Going to bed. Yeah. yeah. No. No. All night, all night at the casino. In the morning, they brought us breakfast. Like, they're always really good. The forestry is really good about that stuff. See, you had a totally different experience than I did. <laughs> Completely different experience. Yeah. I was headed, well, it was the first fire that I went on was Paul Band. And uh, it's very Is that for the forestry tour? Well, I'm getting to that. <laughs> um, it was very local and a very big fire. So, and we had a gravel pit. For the company that I was working, they had a gravel pit right near there. So the foreman went over and said, hey, if you need anything, this is the owner's number, right? Yeah. And I was just about to go home, and I got called 
haul a D7 out there, an operator will meet you out there, go to Kim's number one, the store off the Yellowhead, you'll, yeah. somebody will direct you from there. I'm like, okay, this is weird, whatever. And, uh, yeah, I figured it out right quick when I turned to Kim's number one and there's, you know, cops and, uh, news cameras and roadblock and everything, right? And then my phone rings and, oh, I, I need you to run the dozer. Okay, cool, yeah, I know how to run dozer, that's fine. What am I doing? Oh, you're, whatever they tell you to do. Okay. So then some guy comes up, some firefighter comes up to me. He's like, is your operator here? I was like, yeah, I'm the operator. He's like, okay, where's your truck driver? Yep, I'm the truck driver too. All right, come with me. We're putting out spot fires. It was like right on the pavement. We drive two kilometers. Okay, unload, go in there, trump that one out. Okay, well, I'll find him. Nope, nope, right on the highway, like right on the pavement. D7R with a ripper on the back, single shank ripper. <laughs> coming off a single drop low boy so you know what that rip yeah. is doing right? oh, it's yeah. <laughs> on and off and yeah just backed up and i was trying to be gentle and the firefighter guy actually was like just turn and go I'm like okie dokie <laughs> so i did that for like four or five hours and then went with the county dozer and cut fire guard all night till the sun came up and then went home for three hours and got called back yeah, there was no, like, breakfast or sense of organization. Like, all this stuff you're talking about was not my experience at all. <laughs> and then uh, the fire on the Alexis Reserve was kind of the same thing. But they knew, like, the guys, it was the same crew uh, from the first one. And uh, I got called to that one. Same thing, just about to go home. Oh, find a truck. Okay, well, sorry, boss, man. You got a yard of eight trucks, and they're all broken. Mm-hmm. Don't know what to tell you. The only one that isn't broken is my brand new tri drive that's sitting in the corner that's been sitting in the corner for seven and a half months at this point. Yeah. Silence. Silence. I'll call you back. Calls me back five minutes later. Take the plates off whatever truck you want, put it on your new one, load that dozer, and get there. Fair enough. Uh, but that one they actually did send an operator to. But, like, I was... They parked me out in the bush, and I was sat there for like nine and a half hours. And then I find out when I'm loading the dozer from the dozer operator that somebody brought him a sandwich and, you know, like food. I'm sitting there <laughs> in my brand new truck, no bedding, no nothing, right? And it was hot summer day, so I think because I was working local and I was working in the shop, coveralls all day. Yeah. Like shorts and t-shirt. Yeah. So I, I did not get the forestry experience that you got. <laughs> Well, I had both. Like, I mean, I had, like, say the, I mean, there was a shitty part about being in the day cab. Yeah. And then when we went out, so we did end up unloading that day, that day later, like at about 10 o'clock. Then we went up and then they're like, yeah, but you guys have to stay. No, you can't leave. No, we dropped our dozers and they're like, we don't know because there's so many fires and stuff going on and they don't want to release the truck because they don't want to lose the trucks. Yeah, because they think they'll... Yeah, like, what if we got to muster and move all those all that equipment? So they're like, go back and and back to the casino. So we went up the road. The guy like had a, a truck with a big bunk. Like, Oh, and that's just it. There was guys... Yeah, there was he guys would, who were set up well. He would make hand over fist money. Oh, it, it was it used to be great that way, right? Yeah. But at the time, I was I was green as 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 yeah. grass to the whole fire thing, and I was just happy to be out there. So I had this day cab and and on, on HN suspension. Oh, so, beauty! Yeah, like awesome low bed truck, right? Yeah, and Stiff. straight straight Stiff. straight pipes, uh, five and a quarter Cummins, 
Nice. Uh, yeah, that was that truck. Yeah. I mean, anyways, so it was just, but, and then of course with the Wheeler, with HN and a Wheeler, I mean, awesome truck to, uh, you know, just ride so great on Highway 33 and 32. And, yeah. yeah. Take so, all the air out of your seat. You don't need it. It'll be smooth. Yeah. Like you're, and so you're really hoping that at some point they give you like seven or an eight to put on there. Yeah. Can we, can we put some weight on this? Yeah. Yeah. It would be fantastic. Be better than the skitter. Yeah. So, but the good thing about when you take 30, a wheeler, 30,000 pound skitter. So, cause when you go empty to the fire or when you go to the fire, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. No permits. No, you yeah. put an eight on an eight wheeler. You put a Never nine down. on an eight wheeler, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Go to the fire. But leaving. Get there. Leaving. So the guys at the wheelers are the last guys to leave the fire because they're the ones that have to haul the shit home that's. Yeah. The bigger stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why you, you were always better to be that guy. But yeah, anyways, that was it worked out pretty good on that fire. We I did end up getting a pillow. Well, that's good. Which was nice. And so, uh, and then the next one we went to, we were up by Fox Creek and that fire burned through so fast in some places, there was still snow on the ground. It was in April, late Holy April. Holy shit. And it burned through and yeah, it was just insane how fast it was moving. But that one was, we ended up parked one night beside a pond where they were dipping with the helicopters. Oh, good luck sleeping. And when we were standing outside you would pretty well be eaten alive because every time they came in, they would stir up all the bugs and the mosquito larvae <laughs> that were in there. Yeah. And the mosquitoes were like, like as thick as this screen. Yeah. And so that was where I first discovered the Amway bug stuff with D15. like 15. Yeah. Like, or I, this might've been D 50. I don't know, but I, there was myself and two other guys that put it on. And most guys are like, no, no, I don't do D like, well, whatever. Yeah. There would be like a cloud around, don't do deed. And there was like literally around me, there was like a one foot barrier of no mosquitoes. Because <laughs> <That laughs> I just sprayed stuff. that stuff everywhere. Oh, it is good stuff. Yeah. 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 The Amway stuff was the best. Manitoba rated bug spray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Horse flies, whatever. Nothing bugs you. Yeah. Yeah. You were good. Huh. Yeah. I uh, lost that train of thought too. Son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> I went to fires, not this year, but the year before, um, which is different, um, helping on Fox there, was hauling shacks for fires crews, not oh, equipment. Yeah, yeah. And that was, that was interesting too, because, uh, with that fire, when I was heading up there, and I even, I, I wrote a little article on it, because it was the strangest thing, because everybody was leaving. Like, so many people were evacuating, and you were driving into the smoke. Yep. You're heading north and everybody's leaving and you're going, so this is what it's like to be a fire guy. Like, really? Because yeah. you're going into... This is into... what it's like to be important. Shit. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, and yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's anywhere near like what it'd be running into a burning building. But you kind of got, you started to get a little bit of a sense. Like, yeah, you're going towards the shit. Definitely brings it to the front of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I like that. I don't know. It... it it was always, it, I always found it good, uh, working for, working for forestries was always fun. Was... I would like to do it again through the forestry, not just, you know what also, in it. yeah, you know what also is great when they're just on alert, because mm. we would get to play a lot of cards. Oh yes. And we would just muster. Just hang out. Yeah. So you'd load all the equipment, be on high alert, because you got to be ready. Yeah. 
And then, yeah, and then one of us, like, so, like, I own my trucks and other guys that own trucks. So we would all, and so between, between us and the guys that own the equipment, we'd all take turns buying a meal. So I was just ordered stuff over to the forestry. We'd be like, yeah, yeah, bring us some pizzas. Or someone would call their wife, and they'd bring something. And so everybody, we, we ate well, played cards. Perfect. And then you were almost, like, pissed off when you're like, what, there's a fire? What do you mean uh, we got to actually go to work? Oh, jeez. Son of a bitch. I like standby. Yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know. This week, uh, I was supposed to have Monday off for my anniversary. Mm-hmm. And I ended up having to unload. And while I was unloading, I was just, like, not feeling it at all. And then my truck decided that we were taking a week off, so I'm not going to explain too much, but... No. Did you get that Dodge Ears running, or...? I did. Well, I mean, it's always ran. It's just been short on papers. Ah. So now it's up and... Yeah, it had, uh... Rotating again? Yeah, the fast pump was blown out of it. Oh, yeah. So when you loaded it up, it would just stutter real bad. She got that fixed? Got that fixed, yeah. Put a new pump in, and it seems to be better. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of those trucks where uh, I had one in high school, and I needed another truck, and I just wanted it back, so I bought it. And I remember now why I got rid of the one in high school, but <laughs> the, you don't find them because it's, it's a 2002 uh, Dodge with the six-speed in it. Yeah. No, and you, you you really don't. There's there's certain trucks that you just can't. Everybody's got the five speed, or yeah. it's the third gen with the six speed. So I like it. Two it's three like, different colors. It's fine. Well, it's like the actually like the truck my dad my dad found there. It's uh he's got a '99 Super Duty, the seven three with yeah. six speed in it, and it's an extended cab short box. Oh, the short box thing surprises me. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. F-250, extended cab short box, had a couple hundred thousand on it, and got a good deal on it. That so probably you, wasn't a lot truck. I'm thinking that somebody ordered that. Probably, cause, and it's an XLT. Yeah. And so it's <laughs> it's it's pretty loaded up. Like, it's got power, everything, it just doesn't have leather. And it's a really nice old pickup. Like, uh, yeah, that was not COVID-friendly at all. <laughs> think that's all over the place? Well, actually, I think it came off my mustache from my... Uh, <laughs> After spray? That's like whiskey stash. I'll, I'll kill it with my whiskey. That's all right. Yeah, I may have to. I may have to call a drink specialist again here. Oh. <coughs> Your way of drinking does not agree with me. Just shots every ten to fifteen minutes. I would just. I would just put that on ice. That's what I would do. I'm not that hardcore. That's how I end up sleeping. Oh really? Yeah. See, like, I'd do even, like, on ice with a splash of something. See, that's how I end up drinking far too much, far too fast. I need to limit myself. As he downs like, his drink. Yeah, that stuff's good. Shout yeah. out to, to J-Mo and... <laughs> yeah, Jameson, sponsored by... And Maker's Mark. But I can sit here and drink a bottle like this. I'll hate myself in the morning, but I can sit here and drink a bottle. <laughs> My old boss got me hooked on these contraptions. Mm. Still not going to give away my secrets. 
unfortunately. No, you don't have to. Do not have to. Well, hopefully we can be a little more regular on our content now. Yeah, I agree. It's been a couple of weeks of struggle bussing between the two of us. <laughs> yeah, it's been... Well, I mean, life gets in the way. Oh, 100%, yeah. As much as we like doing this, it's, there is other shit that we do. Yeah, like, and... Like, I took a weekend off a couple... A while ago now. Uh... To go play 18 holes of golf first thing in the morning on Sunday. The person needs to do that stuff. Yes. That's the, like... Um... Well, we, I mean, we always talk about headspace and stuff, and I've just... Uh, like, I dealt with the... Uh, I'm not going to get too much into it, but a family member had some issues and then recently passed on, and that was kind of a... You know, a, a little bit of that's about, you know, headspace, right? Yep. And... Uh, and you know, people being able to deal with that kind of stuff, right? And so that it's all so important to be able to, yeah, Keep get your it. shit in a pile. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so the, even this, like, I mean, just getting here, being able to kick back, have a couple drinks, and you know, decompress. Yeah, exactly. Right? Just shoot the shit. Yeah. Talk about stuff that we've done in the past. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Shameless social media plug. That's what's happening. <laughs> no, it's not the worst thing in the world. No. I have started to step up my game. For those of you that care, <laughs> I'm getting better at the Instagram stuff. <laughs> not posting daily by any means, but getting better. I'm trying to post daily, but I it don't it just doesn't always happen. No. And I try to put and I really admire the guys like, um, even like Rob Pete fan. Yeah. How much, like, I mean, there's, he, and he, he he's gets some, da- he's serious about it though. And he gets some damn great pictures. Yeah. He really does. I mean, they're all Pete's, but I mean. He's not using a potato phone though either. I'm pretty sure he's got like a. I camera. don't know what his setup is because he catches stuff on the road. Yeah. That like, there's no way you could do it without having like. Yeah, I, I don't know. We have we got to corner him sometime. Yeah, I I'm bad <laughs> like rolling shots. I just recently figured out how to use like if you hold down the picture oh, to, taker to get a like burst? the burst. I just learned how to do that. I was really good at taking pictures of people's trailers. Mm. Like really good. <laughs> well, I'm I don't want to cast dispersions, but you do probably need a hardware upgrade on the. Uh, you don't like my potato? My iPhone 5? I, that you even admitted that. And that I am the non-millennial here? Yeah. See, like, I know what's going to happen. It's probably this week, too, so I'll just get it out and say it. I bet you sometime this week my phone gives me the big F off. Yeah. And just packs it in. <laughs> There's been a couple times this week where it says invalid SIM, and then you have to... Like, re reset it, restart it, and then it comes back. Oh, yeah. But I'm almost interested to see what it'll be like trucking in 2020 if a guy's cell phone takes a hike. Um, like, what will that be like? You'll change your name of your company to Never Trucking? Yeah, right? <laughs> and the COVID. Like, I don't think people will just let me use their phones. Dog's just wandering around. Having a time. Oh, yeah. Where's my dog? She's happy. Well, deck naps. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, that's good. 
No, I, 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 I like this. I almost. I did almost. Android thing or a Google yeah, thing? Yeah, um, Android. Same yeah. thing. But I almost. Uh, I've almost gone iPhone just for the uh, simplicity of going to my Mac because I have the Mac computer. Oh, you're one of them. I went cross people. Yeah, I went to the Mac computer uh, for video editing, and it does work well, but it doesn't play well with others. No, you need to be able to airdrop from your phone to your computer. Yeah, that's how they get you. That is how they get you, that, but airdrop, once you figure out how to use it, is dandy. Yes, and, uh, and Jess is loving my little... Yeah, what are you doing over there? All of the it's, tripod sticks. That's a good, and that is a really good... I that's an Amazon one, and it actually is it. It's really great because you can wrap those things around like, um, yeah, around bars and stuff. Oh, like super bendy leg. Yeah, huh. and and or just straighten it out and use it as a regular tripod, and it'll fit a phone. It'll it just fits stuff in there. It works really really well. You YouTube people. Yeah, so it works. Yeah, it works fantastic. I'm pretty impressed with it, anyways. See now, See, now you get I, the I liked video. how you you waved and you didn't, uh, and you're not even on. There you go. You yeah. get the video and uh, realizes how rough a guy looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go, Silver Fox. There you go. Yeah, that's about it, right? Yeah. That's how they can see the age difference. Mm. It's not the mullet. Not <laughs> <laughs> mullet. Yeah, I know. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see the dog in the background. See distractions. Yeah, total distractions. Yeah. To anyone no. who's just listening, they're like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah, my wife got a hold of the phone and she's just distracting us. <laughs> she's gonna take her toys and go home. Yeah, I'm taking my stuff and going home. Wait, we are at home. Yeah, wait a minute. Your home is my home. <laughs> Hi. Sorry, I had to stop the dog from eating some random thing on the. It's just ground. tree bark. She'll be fine. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's actually pretty. Uh, and she's going trucking she, with you this week. Yeah, she's a pretty robust dog too. I don't know. I mentioned her on on my YouTube thing, but like, yeah, that dog's uh, stiff. Yeah, I love pretty your, special. I love when you ran up north there a couple weeks ago. You were telling the story that you looked in the bunk and she was, you know, like three feet airborne. Yeah, yeah that's funny. <laughs> yeah. There, so uh, that story. That's my ride problem. <laughs> yeah, there's your ride problem. So does your mattress have springs in it? It is a coil spring mattress. Yes. Hmm. Because I've been pricing on mattresses mm. for the truck. It doesn't matter which one's cheaper, but one of them's cheaper. Um, and I've always been a coil spring guy. But my wife doesn't agree. She says she feels the springs. Thoughts? Hmm. Depends. I don't even know if I drove a truck with a fucking spring or a non-spring mattress. I've had I've had some pretty good foam ones. Whatever you know what I had in that tri drive was damn dandy. You know what? That that's would been a stock Kenworth mattress, and they're pretty good. Yeah. But the best mattress I actually had was coils, and it was in a small bunk Mac. It took the whole, like it was a 42 inch, the the old like CH with a 42 inch bunk. Mm -hmm. It was a, not a Cleason truck. 
Think of some tank line trucks from Trimac. Like, no, they had lots of Max. No, it was not Trimac. Speaking of Trimac and Max, I don't mean to totally hijack your story, but have you seen that old Superliner that's still running around Edmonton? Yes, and you need to speak concrete. up. You're getting quiet again. <laughs> Outside voice. Yeah. There we go. I'll just drink more. There you go. That helps. Oh, yeah. Trimac, Mac. Trimac, Mac, day cab. Was it a Superliner or an R model? There's an R model that runs around. It's definitely an R model. Yes. <laughs> and it's yeah. a, and and that truck's been hauling for Trimac since new. Yeah. it's a, And it's an old boy that runs it. Yeah. We used to haul gravel into the concrete plant that he hauls powder into all the time. Poor old girl there just screaming, running the, running the pump to offload. Oof. You know, those... Um, those 354 valves? Yep. Probably, I'm going to go on a limb, probably the most resilient motor ever built. Like, just... Like, Bulletproof. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah, and especially for things like uh, applications where you're running a pump all the time or, you know, like, and, and it really, those are the kind of, those trucks built a lot of companies. Oh, 100%. Yep. Yeah, the 350... Just a 350 Mac, and and back in the day, apparently, I mean, you could make them pull pretty damn well. Like they would be comparable if you did a few tweaks to them, they'd pull right with a four and a quarter. Oh wow! See, I have zero experience driving one. So well, I've never I, honestly. I I really like the old R models. I've never driven one. Oh wow! And my hmm. grandpa, um, well, my grandpa was actually killed in one. Oh um, shit! Yeah, and uh, might be a good reason not to drive one. But my dad won a fuel economy competition in one, in our model Mac. Uh, won a trip to Hawaii. Shit. Yeah. It's not a bad fuel economy competition. Yeah, and uh, he claims he won it possibly because he was hungover. Ha! Huh? Because <laughs> every time he pressed the throttle too far, it hurt his head. So <laughs> he'd back out of it. And uh, interesting story. Uh I've written about it, but I, I've never said it on here. He he drove, they did this, it was a two-day competition, and that truck had run the previous day with a different driver on it, and Dad came to run it on the Sunday, and I think it was like the spring breakup party was the night before or something, and so, yeah, he's going to be okay with being on this, is having a hangover in like 1984. But, uh, yeah, so he got there, they were, he was the last truck to head out. Uh, it was when Cummins had first come out with the Formula 400 and the Formula 350. Oh, okay. And there was a guy with a new Formula that had so far in the B train category beat the pants off everybody since Saturday. And hmm. it's on Sunday and like no one's come close. And that truck ran and it hadn't been close, but dad's running it separately as himself. And it was just regular B trains. And this is pre Super B, right? Okay. And what they did in that competition is they took a drum of fuel and they put it on your frame rails and strapped it down so it was weighed before and it was weighed afterwards. So they just plugged your fuel lines into this drum. Okay. Or tank, whatever. Yeah. And then that way it was legal, you know. It was, it, you know, it was probably the best way to do it. Plus all the trucks then were, I mean, most of them were day cabs. Like, yeah. And everybody, had, and everybody had enough room to put a, you know, 100-gallon tank on there. Yeah on their frame rails so anyways he was out dad was out 
running this truck and the guy was basically his girlfriend there and his parents there and you know he's ready to get his prize uh-huh. and he's trying to kind of get them to like you know speed it up let's award it kind of yeah. thing and they're like well no we have one more truck out you know as a formality we got to let this little mac run and and uh it's sponsored by cummins it's a cummins fuel economy competition to show that the formula 400 and for mm. this formula are the, the shit right yeah and uh you know, and I'm not casting aspersions. I think they're a very good motor too. But yes, yeah, so the dad goes out in this, and actually, it might even be a 300 plus. It wasn't even a 350. It was a 300 plus. Wow. <laughs> 13 speed. How I know this? Whatever. Shit that sticks in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. So dad gets back. They measure it out, and he's beat the guy by like, eh, like 15, 20 gallons. Oh. <laughs> and he apparently was. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. I don't no. imagine the Cummins hosts were too happy either. They never held another competition. <laughs> that one and only time this is biting us. Yeah, so Dad won a trip to Hawaii. Nice. Huh. Well, that's yeah. dandy. And so we all joke about that's the trip he won for being hungover. The guy would almost be encouraged to be hungover at that point. Yeah, so I mean, if you want to get good fuel economy, Luke. Drink a pant load. Drive a Mac. Drive oh, a okay. <laughs> you might do one of those things. I'm yeah. guessing it's probably. I used to drink a lot when I was put in my push truck days. There was lots of hungover push truck days. I'm thinking push truck and you don't really care about fuel economy though. No, holder. Actually, it's the opposite. It's funny because <laughs> there was with quite a few of the drivers that I pushed regularly. We'd go at the end of the day and fuel up together, right before we go for dinner and stuff. And it was if I burned less fuel than him, I had to buy dinner <laughs> there was a few guys that were like that so yeah you just drive the pants off her that's what i miss about push trucking yeah hold it on the floor at like 1900 all day long let her eat <laughs> i actually i find i miss i miss some stuff i miss being in the bush that part of it i miss i mean i didn't push truck but i just well it's the same I think principle. back to things yeah and actually you know what the other day i was missing uh, it go back and forth, but I was missing hauling gravel the other day, which is weird, right? Said like nobody ever. Yeah, I know, but I actually used to like, like in the like you you did bush, it around here bush yeah, trucking. Yeah, I did it. No, like I'm talking graveling uh, lease roads. See, like belly dump work. Yeah. Yes, that I would definitely be or on board with. Truck and pup graveling leases and and roads like. There was a couple old boys around Whitecourt that used to be able to, like, spread with truck and pup like you've never seen. And, oh, really? Yeah, no speed bumps. Wow. Ever. That's impressive. Yeah. They had uh, hot shift pumps. Yeah, and trip under load gates. Mm. Yeah. Yes. On, and so, truck box, pop box, up halfway. Get to the end of the ready where you're gonna spread, trip, go like and and it would just be like they would have a perfectly uniform spread like belly dump could not like guys with belly dump one was uh and I'll even say like Wayne Rinders, uh and old Paul Flasha like Paul like Flasha contracting I don't know if you know them out of Whitecourt but they had no. like they had their own crushers and everything but but old Paul was like he was pretty deadly too and and Wayne Rinders was and Wayne when Wayne sold his old truck his old he had a uh, heritage cab star 
Oh, four yes. and a quarter. It was green. I don't know where it went now. One of the guys that, um, uh, there was a guy that bought it in town, and then I don't know if it's still there. But when he had that truck, it was immaculate. It was a 92, and even in like 2002, that truck looked like it was fucking brand new. There's quite a few guys like that. Like in this area, Wayne Scott pulls a end dump. He's got a silver W900 VIT edition. Mm. He's also got a, for lack of a better, like the 007 oh, yeah, yeah. VIT one. He's got one of those with a high-rise bunk. And he's got a silver one with a flat-top 60 on it. And yeah, it looks like the day it rolled off showroom floor. He hauls gravel from uh, Range Road 30 Burn Co. there yeah. to Lafarge in Winterburn. To the concrete plant. Yeah. Like four or five loads a day, six days a week. I would personally go crazy, but yeah. <laughs> for him it works. So yeah, yeah. I would go nuts doing that. I've I've thought about uh, like gravel and like get on with the county with a belly dump. That would yeah. be an all right gig. Yeah, doing doing those kind of roads is good. I, I I always like doing oil field roads, which I mean that probably never will come back to what it was, but no. But it was uh, it was a good time. Like I it, we used to. I don't know. I used to enjoy it and and working for like there was a couple companies around Whitecourt that I worked for and and uh, Marnovic and Fox Creek. Like I always liked. I just I don't know. They were they were good to work for. They paid they paid good and and it was um yeah, it was just enjoyable work. And and same thing. Like yeah, you did round and round, but then you might do that for a couple days or sometimes it was only a day to do that road. And once that road was done, then he went and did some other road. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah, trip your gates in the right spot, spread the right mount, you know, like. When I first started trucking, um, I pulled end dump, like I've said before. Yeah. So I had this old end dump, like holes in the floor, trickles out <laughs> sand, pins are wore out end dump. And I get asked to spread. I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? Seen it done lots of truck and pup. What's the difference? Not knowing any better at all. Right. So I, and I spread three or four loads and then the truck push was in a truck the next day and he watched me do this and granted, if I would have seen it now, I'd probably scare the crap out of myself. But yeah, like those pins had so much slop in them that that box was rocking (laughs) back and forth and oh yeah, it was uh, the day after that. So spread one day, spread two day, third, third day morning, safety meeting, we took all the spread chains off the end dumps. You are not allowed to spread. <laughs> Nobody spreads. Oh, they're well, especially air ride. Air ride end dumps are worse. Yeah, like we dumped our air, but there's still all that play in there. Yeah, right? it's it all, like the old si- the old single point ones with like a twenty foot box on them weren't terrible. Yeah, but now we're up to like forty eight foot boxes on tridoms. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not single the... mast. Yeah, so, which is super sketchy. Yeah, no, even watching the guys do uh, when they spread with a quad. Like, yeah, that's risky business. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. Like a, a truck of pup, like a tritum or a tandem pup. I'd spread with it, a quad, but some of these guys, like, fifth gear spread with a quad. No. Yeah, yeah, slow spread, okay, but, but yeah, no, the... And, I, like, second lift spread. Slow yeah. second lift spread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, we had... <laughs> Oh god, Jeff had this had this old uh, belly dump, and uh, I'd heard stories of like that it would trip, 
Because it wasn't uh, it wasn't a clothes under load. It's the old one with chains. Oh no! And it was uh, electric over air, air over electric, whatever. Can't remember. Be electric over air. Yeah. Yeah. And it had an issue, and everybody always told me somewhere. Yeah, had... broken wire somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't. Not a big deal. No, 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 no. No, it's all right. It never happens. Um, and then. It doesn't happen. It never happens the, until the one time it happens. The very first time. <laughs> I took it, and so I had, I had just 95 star, and I went out to the pit, and never run a wheel loader before. Well, I'd run wheel loader, but never run a wheel loader digging gravel. Yeah. So there's a little bit of pit run in my uh, three-quarter crash. A little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. You know? And also, uh, the old dresser that I... Uh, well, probably triple nickel. Yeah, and, and uh, hadn't... Uh, no brakes. No, because they're air on those little dressers. <laughs> yeah. So the brakes didn't work. Um, also, when you when you brought the bucket down, I found out almost the hard way, but not quite. Close to taking Girl. the sideboards off. Because as you came down with the bucket... There's that big went, sloppy spot. Yeah. And, it, oh, yeah. and it went just about clean the sideboards off Jeff's belly dump. So I get all the... Get all this... Uh, get a load on. So it's... Mostly three-quarter crush. Um, Except for that one three-plus boulder, <laughs> right, that the greater operators or, would find. Or, yeah, at least that. So <laughs> head out, and like I'm still a kid too, right? This is like my first summer working for him. And head up the Virginia Hills Road, and I'm going up for Miller Western, and I'm going to go spread this because we're just patching places on the road. Three-quarter, inch and a half, whatever, it's crush. And some pit run. And, uh, three-quarter crush but once you count the pit run it's like inch and a half minus yeah like if you averaged it out yeah that's right <laughs> so i head up the road and i'm i'm cruising along eh 75 80 down the virginia hills road just oh, booking her because no. i'm going and the greater man is like within sight and he's like when you get up to where i drop the ribbons trip there <laughs> trip and there. i'm gonna push it in I'm like yeah it sounds good so i haven't even started slowing down yet I close, cruising along and I hit a little bit of a bump and all of a sudden, <laughs> and I'm going 75 and this load just trips, eh? And gravel is flat, like, well, and pit run is bouncing off the road and flying up and everything everywhere. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's right over the radio too, right? Like Just shit smearing at 70 kilometers an hour. Oh, yeah. Like and oh. most of the gravel ended up in the ditch. Well, yeah. And thankfully, most of the pit run did too. But The pit run ended up in the fucking trees. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was stuff everywhere. And oh. I'm like, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I had two hands on the wheel, I swear. Yeah. He's like, I wouldn't think so. Oh, my God. And then... I don't know. Never did it again for me. But then I find out after. So I go home and I tell Jeff that. And he's like, oh, geez, you know, years ago, I, it happened to me. I was going by the White Court sales there and it just <laughs> tripped. And so it turns out the guy who was going the other way when that happened was this guy. Oh, son of a bitch. I was so driving you should have known better. I was driving a Hino. Oh, yeah. And Jeff was hauling two inch. <laughs> two inch. Oh, yeah, that's what you want coming up. And there. the highway was two lanes at the time by the white court scales. And oh, he was yeah. just up to highway speed. And it tripped on the highway. And I had a two inch rock land on the seat beside me in the little Hino cab over. It that came makes... right through the windshield. That would make you poop. Yeah, didn't know. 
<laughs> who it was. Same trailers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was going. Uh, there was a gravel company that was neighbors to us down by Keep Hills, and they use clam dumps and Super B clam dumps. Oh. And I'm coming down the hill one morning, doing my thing on pavement, right? Do 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 do, and I see this big dust cloud, half mile ahead of me. But it settles, so I keep trucking. And yeah, this guy had both of his gates on a clam, Super B clam, open, all over the fucking pavement. <laughs> he's just sitting there when I roll by, like, fucking hand on his face, just like, no, shit. <laughs> they had to get the county out there to sweep it up, but oh yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that would be fucking terrible. <laughs> I don't know why they're not, like, you should have to chain them closed or something, lock them closed or something. Yeah, there's no way that should ever happen. Right? There's so many stupid things like that, like, uh, on grain trailers, have you seen, like, how the handles are held on? They just sit on a rod. You tell me that's not an insecure load, but a boomer in the basket of a low bed is? Like, what the fuck? Ah. No, I don't know who writes those rules. I really don't. I or, want some of their crayons. Because <laughs> obviously they're good ones. I was going to say, because you'd eat them? Yes. I'd snack the shit out of those. <laughs> yeah. We've done pretty good here. We've got an hour and 40. Holy. Time flies. Yeah. Well, I mean, we when could... you're drinking? Yes. I was going to say... We could take a break. We could take a break. And then take a part two or... We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like time to start a fire or something. That's true, too. Fucking planes <laughs> flying around. You know, it's like, <laughs> like one of those like, conspiracy theory. Fucking planes. <laughs> yeah, fucking Jesus. Planes. No, Look they it. Actually They're do, all over the place. Yeah, they actually do their uh, pilot license testing, like right above my house here. So they do their climb, install, and then restart and stuff. It's pretty cool to watch. And I got insurance, so if they don't get it running again, we're still in good shape. As long as it hits direct. Yeah, well, I hope they're not fucking around, right? <laughs> You're trying to put the truck right in the way. Yeah, yeah, just pile it yeah. right into the pier belt. Yeah, I want a new one. Yeah, no, I don't. No? No. Crossed my mind this week. <laughs> there was a price tag on a repair that I didn't need uh, that I was talking about with my dad. He's like, you know, that's a down payment on a new truck. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. See, your dad and I get along just fine. Cause you, your dad, your dad's got the knowledge, and so do I. And then you just, you're young. It's okay. Yeah. It's not. I, I'm not casting aspersions. I know it's, that I ain't doing this the easy way. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Why would you? We didn't. Right. I think yeah. it would be un unfair if yeah. I just skipped this step. It'd really be un untrucking like. It would be. Yeah. No, we all we all did that. I mean. And you know what? I mean, even I don't people that even people that say you know say shit about having an old truck, like I'm not gonna say any <coughs> Marlin, but yeah, and he's really disappointed if he, we don't throw him under the bus at least once a podcast. There, see, you think we have a glow on drinking and podcasting? He is probably hammered right now at his second wedding of the week. That's probably a good point. Yeah, well, and he's one of them weird ones that's in that different time zone. Oh yeah, so it's like. Yeah, eleven thirty there. Yeah, might not even be awake anymore. Just yeah, just piled up. 
passed out in his shorts. Or what yeah, was it? After dancing on a dance on a table or something, maybe. With a flamingo for sure. He seems yeah, like the type that would bring the flamingo inside. Yeah. Dance with it? Definitely. Yeah, that yeah. could be. We're gonna lose a listener over this. Yeah, maybe or not. Or or he can come on and defend himself. Worth it. Either yeah. way. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Totally agree. So are we shutting shit down? Well, I mean podcast down then or Yeah. We shut the podcast down, we can ramp this up. Hmm. That's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. So cheers. And hopefully oh, you don't have anything, anything in there. Too... Do you? Oh yeah, I do. Oh, Always I loaded here. There you go. Yeah, I don't think we said anything too untoward, and and fuck it if we did. Fuck them if they can't take a joke. <laughs> really. <laughs> well, we'll follow it up with the uh, hungover podcast tomorrow. And one last thing that I want to add is uh, I said last podcast that we do Q and A. Uh huh. I'm very disappointed that I have not even got one message. No Q. No Q. How no am Q. I supposed to A if there's no Q? <laughs> fuck, I guess so. What the fuck? Yeah, me too. You know what? And um, I didn't uh, actually get out on social about that, so that's on me too. What the fuck? I know. Actually, I didn't either, now that you say that. Like, I said it on the podcast, and... Yeah. So maybe we, maybe we do only have six listeners. Well... Even so, no Q. Oh, hold on. Speaking of listeners, we there is something that we have to address. Okay. I'm going to pour another drink while we address this. Um, <laughs> we hit 1,500 downloads. Downloads? Mm-hmm. That's what you said? Yes. Yes. So for whoever is out there downloading our podcast multiple times a day and then deleting it, we Cheers. thank you. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to all six of you. That... Yeah, the download it, delete it, and re-download it. Yeah, we appreciate you. Do you know that these... (laughs) Huh. These pickles are a product of Hungary. Yeah. (laughs) You can't end it on that note. No. No, that'd be weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just fucking laugh. I'll probably cut it right there, too. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, and that is the end. Yes. Luke likes hungry pickles. How could you miss that big printing? Come on. Okay. Oh, shit. Cheers to 1,500 downloads. Cheers. Thanks for and listening to us. All right. <clears throat> and we'll carry on after. Yeah, that's enough of that. <laughs> You've been listening to the Semi Crazy Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe. You can find me on Instagram, Luke Dirk Phillips. And you can find me on Instagram, Semi Crazy Inc., and on Facebook, Semi Crazy Truck Pictures. Thanks for listening.